Hi, I'm Dave. And I'm Tyler. And this, this is, is the Capcom, Capcom Show. schedule conflicts like what three times in a row before yeah. we could get together and even and even by the time we we're able to actually because we went we actually went up north for uh, the fourth of july weekend to celebrate this wonderful <coughs> country um independence air quote day yeah uh we went up north and celebrated it and uh even then we were deciding we were trying to see if we could record and we still could fucking record up there no. because our wives kept making us go be tourists somewhere so uh but we're finally able to you know come come together and actually record for once and since it was like late march last time we recorded because i remember it was right before the lockdown hit like yeah the lockdown hit like two days afterwards so Basically. we really dodged a bullet there yeah we got lucky with that one um but we're gonna go right into it today uh because i will mention current events um are pretty much very similar to our last current events episode uh with the only difference being is that we now have other things to talk about which i'm glad that we had that one month long period between the ending of the uh, phase three here in michigan to now where stuff could actually happen that we could actually talk about um and of course because we've been off air for about four months now we're probably going to go and schedule things for the last four months that we've obviously missed yeah, so we're going to be assuming that you have a lot of background context for a lot of the events we're talking about because they've they've just been huge in the news and you've had plenty of time to research and understand them. So we're probably not going to get super specific. We're just going to mostly going to our analysis and such. Yes. Um. So there is there is obviously COVID and uh, BLM that we'll be talked about in length uh, eventually on this episode. Um. But there's uh there's a couple small segments that we want to touch up on. And uh, this is uh, just developing as of today, and recording is seven seventeen, so it's um, mid July. It's mid July, yeah. Uh, this came out. This is news that I've seen just breaking, like maybe four or five hours before we even started recording. Yeah, that's what I heard. I, I had Bo the Fifth Column made a video earlier today about it, and I had started watching it, and then I got distracted and I had you're, to stop. You're telling me Bo made a video on this already? I believe so. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I'm watching it when I get done with this episode. <laughs> okay, yeah, I he had started talking about this, and I was like, that was the only thing I've heard about that so far. So, and to uh, to kind of give you an idea about it, um, of course the BLM protests apparently in Portland haven't stopped since George Floyd's unfortunate death at the hands of for what's for, his fucking face? Yeah, <laughs> Dave Choman. I don't know. He's just Choman or some pig. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, I have an article pull, pulled up that I might tag later on when we actually post this to our, our Facebook page. But it's, unfortunately, it's from Washington Post, which I don't like using, but I it's the only one that was relevant at the time, and I clicked it, so 
we're here. Eat your shit out, Bezos. <laughs> uh, okay, Mark Pettibone, a 29-year-old demonstrator, told the Washington Post that he was scared when men in green military fatigues and generic police patches jumped out of an unmarked minivan early Wednesday. So, yes, essentially this was within the last 48 hours that this started breaking out. Reports of similar incidents have sparked condemnation from civil rights activists and lawmakers. Um, Pettibone told the Post in an interview that he did not know who detained him in his statement on Friday, U.S. Customs and Border Protection said its agents had taken the action that they had information indicating the person in the video was suspected of assault against federal agents and or destruction of federal property. When agents approached him, Customs said a large and violent mob moved towards their location for everyone's safety. Air quotes. CB- <laughs> Air quotes, indeed. CBP agents quickly moved the suspect to a <clears throat> safer location for further questioning. <laughs> Very Sa- heavy on the air quotes yeah, there. Yeah, sounds super safe um, for him. As we all know, uh, Customs... You know, Department of Homeland Security, their federal agents like to uh, move people to safe locations for questioning. Um, there's a whole issue with the uh, with the border camps that could be talked about, but we don't have the time for it. As we as we learned, and I believe it was our last episode that we recorded, that we cannot go over two hours, otherwise it will upload to anchor. So, no, yeah, um, unfortunately. So, unfortunately for our, for our uh, episodes now, we're going to have to, you know, keep them moving. Um, one thing that I, and I've seen this a lot, and the biggest fear is that it's the idea of secret police. These people are running around uh, apparently unidentified. There is, um, it does say here that the CB, CBP agents identified themselves and were wearing CBP insignia during the encounter. The names of the agents were not displayed due to recent doxing incidents against law enforcement personnel who serve and protect our country. Again, air quotes. Yeah, wonder why they get fucking doxxed so much. Um, first off, if you're if you have to make yourself anonymous while doing your job because of fear of public backlash, and your job is to protect and serve the public, you're not doing. You're not your actually job. serving and protecting the public. You're not doing your job correctly, because you're, you're fucking up big time, bud. Yeah, really. Um, for instance, I was happy when, when, uh, COVID, when COVID hit, because I was still walking fast food at that point. I'm not anymore, so fuck Taco Bell, because I will say that right now. Fuck Yum Food Brands. And we'll, we'll get in on that later. There's, I have my own reasons for saying fuck Yum Food Brands. But, um... I am disclosing now because originally I kept my I kept I kept it secret. I was working a, a second job at Taco Bell. That was my employer. I kept it a secret for obvious reasons. Um, now I don't need to keep it a secret anymore. I'm a former employee. I don't care. They can blacklist me. I'm not going back to that place. Pretty sure none of them uh, listen to this podcast either. I don't think so. <laughs> I doubt it. I hope not. I think I may have trashed my uh, my fast food places a couple times on 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 mic. <laughs> I hope not. I could be a very big. I won't be in trouble. All right, let's continue. Um. Anyway, so when I wore that mask, I had a symbol of anonymity, and one of the reasons why I liked it is because I had the power fantasy that every fast food employee has: the ability to talk shit in front of the customer about the customer, and the customer would be sitting there. Fucking smiling like a damn idiot. 
I'm waiting for my food. It's like, yeah, you're ready for your food, huh? You want your food? You want your food? You want your fucking food? You want your fucking food? You're fucking thirty dollars worth of food that your fat ass is probably gonna eat as soon as you get home. You want your food? But, um, yeah, it was it was a fun time. I like that. But my job isn't to make sure that their rights aren't being violated. My job is to serve these people food. So. I liked, I liked the fact that I didn't have to wear a name tag. I liked the fact that I had my mask. No one knew who I was. Uh, there was a couple times where I had to drop mat. Like, if I seen someone come through the drive-thru that I knew, I, ha I would have to pull down my mask so that they would know it's me before I started talking to them like they were one of my friends. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the kind of anonymity that I like. And that's but, what this uh, COVID stuff has normalized, is mask wearing all the time, which is I good. I love, I love, if you say that you're against the government and against government overreach, and you say that you don't want to wear a mask, you're a dumb motherfucker. Because that, it gives you perfect opportunity to wear a mask, and now that, all that facial recognition shit that was going on around New Year's and stuff, it's gone. It ain't happening anymore, bud. Because now you can say, oh, I'm afraid I'm going to catch COVID. And people will be like, okay, that makes sense. Or the next virus that comes up. Yeah. So, first first time I'm going to say it tonight, wear your fucking mask. We're going to have a counter throughout the day. I'm going to, I'm actually, I'm actually doing this. I'm actually ready to counter, counter for it because I'm getting fucking pissed off at people now. Um, <laughs> essentially, though, what, what we have is we have, quote unquote, federal agents patrolling the streets of Portland and snatching, snatching, essentially doing snatch and grabs on protesters. Um, we don't know... Don't know what, what uh, group they're part of, and nope. they don't display any any personal identification numbers From From anything. all the pictures we've seen in videos, there's no identification. And one of the one of the points that I put out uh, in a Facebook post shortly before I started re uh, recording, it was actually a comment. Um, I seen someone talking about it, and I said that uh, legally... If you do not know, if someone comes and grabs you and is trying to abduct you, legally you have every right to start pumping lead. Um, that is, you don't know who it is. They might say, trust me. Police I'm federal, officers I'm a, or I'm federal agents. Federal or... agent. All right. Cool. You're a federal agent. Show me some ID. And if they refuse to show you some ID, you have the right as an American citizen to say you're not going to detain me and thus I know that you're, you're legit. Mm-hmm. You can, you have within your Second Amendment and First Amendment rights to just open up and just lay down, you know, hot lead. I'm not saying to do that. I'm not saying, you know, every, I am saying everyone should be armed if they're protesting. I'm not saying they should be armed with the intent to kill and open fire in a crowd because that is a very bad idea. That's anyone, who knows, stupid. anyone who knows gun safety knows to, you know, control your fire. Uh, cops don't know how to do that. No. Nope. Uh, actually, I, I'm surprised I didn't piss anyone off because I'm. I don't know if you've seen. You did because I know you like this, but I changed my cover photo to the Frank Ordonia shooting. Yeah, I know. And it says Fucking... they they do not exist to serve and protect us, and oh no one has commented on it that I knew would probably comment. And oh, when that happened, man, so many fucking bootlickers were like, "Oh, they were high under stress and everything." I'm like. They used fucking civilian they cars used... with public people in them as defense. You're not. Geneva, Geneva War Convention states that if you use civilians as human shields, you are committing a war crime. Yes. Cops, ever since these protests broke out, have been committing acts of, of war, war crimes. 
and have been violating more, more, you know more laws. The fucking military is more disciplined than the, these fucking police officers. Exactly. And I, that's why, like, that's why I hate it when people say, "Well, fuck the military. They only, they only, they only exist to kill, you know, kill people." And that, that's I mean, I true. get that. The American military is a, is a tool. It's the biggest tool of American imperialism, other than its econo- economy. Yeah. But there's an entirely different subject to go over with the military because they get benefits and they have a very, very predatory recruiting process that you know recruits people from poor communities that are be more likely and more susceptible to be gullible to their recruitment processes, saying, "Hey, you get free college. Hey, you, you get have, you have medical. You get medical for life." They're all good promises, but everyone that I went to school with that went to the military, it's either they really like it, and it's like, yeah, you're a fucking psycho. I can't imagine why you would like the idea of being shot at and shooting people. Or they fucking hate it because they're like one of the people who are like, dude, I just want to live my life, and now I have fucking, you know... PTSD. Now I have PTSD, or now, you know, if I, if I eat the wrong thing, I shit my brains out because I just ruined my fucking body, mm-hmm. you know. Um... A lot of guys I know, their bodies are just in... Yeah. They're more shape, they're worn out. The human body is not meant to endure that much physical stress um, over yes. a long period of time like that. Uh, I know myself, I have my own limits. Um, with my job, it's not it's not as you know heavily maintained, but I never come under that much stress where I feel like I need to light up a USB truck. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. There's, there was there was no excuse for any of that shit yeah. they did. Like I said, though, uh, the milita- military is a whole other different subject that I'm not going to get on. But anyway, I, you have a right to defend yourself against these people because yeah. they have no idea. You have no idea. You have no idea who is detaining you right exactly. now. That's a kidnapping. That is a legal yep. kidnapping, and they are just rounding you up. Um, and there was. A part of this, there was the upside-down red triangle with a black outline. I don't know if you've seen this, Dave, but uh, it was something that Trump released, and it was categorizing uh, Antifa. An upside-down red triangle? With a black outline, yes. Now, the reason why I bring this up is because it created a lot of... Not outrage, because I don't think anyone was surprised that he would do something like this. But it caused a lot of ruckus, um, specifically because the last government that would categorize uh, anti-fascist organizations with an upside-down red triangle. Oh, it was a Nazi concentration camp. Badge. Yes, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, Sorry. essentially, you had uh, it, you've seen it in schools. Uh, the the Jew, the Jewish badge that they would place on Jewish people when they were in the yeah. Holocaust. The you know the Gold Saul David. Mm-hmm. Um, every Holocaust, uh, victim had on their, on their, uh, clothes, they had a badge when they were in the camps. And for political opposition prisoners, it was a red triangle that was upside down with a black outline. Mm -hmm. A lot of those people that ended up dying with that badge on their chest were anti-fascists and communists and leftists. That essentially were just trying to help Jewish people escape Germany, or were speaking out against German war crimes, um, and now Trump has made that mainstream again. He's made that hey, these people should be categorized by this, and that's something that you know leads into our next issue that I want to talk about. And I'm I'm kind of mad that we were in lockdown when most of this was happening, that we were having issues with scheduling the entire time when before it. 
before it finally came crumbling down. Um, I don't remember when they rolled on when they uh, raided it, but uh, oh, the capital, yeah, Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Yeah. Um, first off, I was a big supporter of it. Still am. I like the idea of people and, and a mean to stand up for their rights and acting mm-hmm. in, in a sense of activism. Yep. Uh, seizing, uh, yes, private property, but prop, public property as well, to say, hey, there are issues in this society, and if you're not going to fix them, well, we're not going to participate in your society. Yep. And that was the essential, that was the idea of Chaz. Um, I love the idea. I hate that it failed, though. Yeah, from what I understand, it was it was actually really good for the first couple of days, and then from what I understood, a lot of the people who founded it actually left, Just, yeah. and then a whole bunch of shitty people took over and it went down the toilet. There was also a lot of issues. Um, there was a couple, a lot of left wing militias in the area flooded it for security reasons, which was good. I which was good. That. Um, there was a. I don't know if you've seen this, but there was there was a lot of shootings in there, and a lot of times the cops just said, "Oh well." They're autonomous. So let them handle it. And essentially, from what I heard, there was there was it was handled. But there was I remember one instance where a couple of I want to say they were right supremacists in a truck tried drove through the barricades. It's kept going on, and after being asked to stop multiple times, the militia that were, you know, on watch, fired two rounds into the vehicle, and the vehicle stopped moving. I'd like to point out that those two rounds were placed with precision on a moving target that was going faster than the eye can account for unaided. And these people, who are untrained militiamen, put two shots into that vehicle and neutralized the driver from being able to hurt any more people. So they actually shot the driver? They shot the driver, yeah. Okay. I don't know if they killed him, but they definitely shot him. Okay. Um... And uh, why why is it that an untrained militia person can place two shots, non-lethal, lethal, that's beside the point. The person was... But accurately hit the target. Accurately hit the target and not have any overpenetration that would have killed any innocent bystanders. The point that I'm trying to make here is everything with Chaz is a great idea, is a grand... If, I remember I was in the Ansing chat, the anarcho-synergism chat that we actually, uh, a lot of us are an initiative on. Um, and I was in there saying that if you don't support Chaz, you're not an anarchist. Because the whole idea of an anarchist society is one that is separate from government regulation, separate from a lot of stuff like that. And yes, there was a couple The entire of, point is being stateless, to be yeah. separate from states. Yes, and that's what it was. They, they decided to not listen to the state anymore, not listen to state actors. And I like that. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yep. Um... But it's fucked up how they, they are uh, seemingly are much better handled with their firearms... Than fucking police. Yeah. Um, I will... I, I believe the weapon that they were using was a long gun. So I will... Okay, so maybe... I'll play devil's advocate here and give them the benefit of the doubt. Cause yeah, but... You know my whole my whole spiel on long guns versus handguns. That handguns are only good for 15 yards, if that. And they're fucking incredibly unreliable when it comes to accuracy against a, hand, against a long gun. But... Beside the point... A lot of casualties that police have from shootings 
would have not been a thing. Brianna Taylor should have never been a thing. Should her name shouldn't be a hashtag. Oh, no. She thing. was sleeping. Yes. Another the same thing with Duncan Lab. But another thing too, this is another side. Yes. Oh, there Brianna Taylor protesters got her getting arrested. Wait, where? Oh, uh, I don't. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no yeah, I seen that. They weren't they up in? Yeah, they were up in Grand Rapids. Um, one of my. Oh really? My, yeah. I, I don't remember where they were at, but I heard they were getting arrested for oh. protesting, and I was like, "That's fucked up." I want to say it was in Grand Rapids. It could have been in Louisville. I don't know. It was someone who I used who I organized with locally. They were uh, they posted something about it, and because they live out in, I think they want to. They said that they moved more closer to Grand Rapids, but. Um, they posted something about it, like saying this is my city, whatever. Uh, yeah, they got they were harassed and actually got arrested for just. They weren't really protesting. They weren't even aggressive if they were protesting. They were just saying, "Hey, my you know my daughter, my sister, my you know she my died. friend. She died. You got fucking. For, she got fucking murdered. She got murdered. This is, she got murdered, and they they got arrested for it. And I'd like to point out that constitutionalists out there and. Constitutions are one of constitutions are one of my best friends and my worst enemies, because they're like libertarians, they're like anarchists, they're like communists, they're like they're all four of the quadrants mixed together with a sense of actual objectivity to their what they believe in, and a lot of times they don't understand that they don't understand that them saying that they believe the constitution as to be something that is morally good, um and and just. Which can be. Um, the Constitution, its current interpretation, or through amendments... I would say, uh, in principle, was... Is, is a very great idea, but in practice, it's fucking terrible. Yes. Um, First Amendment rights. Your right to freedom of speech. Peaceably assemble. Peaceably assemble. Your right to religion. Your right... Your freedom of the press. Your, you know, it's essentially your basic human freedoms that... Social freedoms, basically. Yes. Um... I'm not going to be out here saying that, oh, but what about my free speech? Because uh, a Love lot of times... free speech. Love <laughs> free speech. A lot of times, yeah, a lot of times people who say that are usually people who are apologizing for white nationalists, white supremacists, um, that can't speak because some fucking Joe Schmo dressed in black and red comes up and knocks their fucking shit out. Uh, that's not... An infringement on freedom of speech that's called freedom of consequences you can say whatever bullshit you want in america that's a great thing about this country you can say whatever the fuck you want although and the it's government slowly whittling away yeah but the government uh, legally under the united states constitution cannot stop you you could say fuck the government to president trump and legally he cannot do anything about it he could say i disagree and that's about it. He can't say lock that man up. Which is why that red triangle is a fucking laugh at the Constitution. Because there's no such thing as a political opposition prisoner in the United States. It is incredibly unconstitutional to, to declare a political opposition as terrorist or as anything like that. Um, but... Freedom of speech and freedom of press is protected against the federal agents that are going around and snatching people up like protesters. Mm -hmm. That is very illegal. Um, and Absolute violation of due process. Yes. And again, due process comes in um, with, uh, with George Floyd. Mm -hmm. 
Cops are not the fucking executioners. Cops are the enforcers. If there is a law being broken, it is their choice if they want to enforce it or not. It is up to them. But essentially, a lot of times, they do. Now, anyone out there who watches Bo knows that I'm a big Bo fan myself. Um, there is the the idea of spirit of the law. And he did do an episode on this, I want to say a couple weeks back. It was like two or three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, where it was like spirit of the law. And I loved it. I hated it because he was saying, hey, you know, if you elect a sheriff, a lot of times the police aren't fucking jackasses. And a lot of the times the police people are actually good cops. They're quote unquote They're good cops. I would say better. Uh, I mean, that's a, it's naturally going to happen when you have people that are, that are actually elected by the people yeah. directly. Yeah. But then you still have the whole monopoly aspect. You still have There's, corporate lob- lobbyists and everything still, you know. Yeah, they're going to get funding no matter what, and they they have their own incentives. And then you have your separate, private prisons Separate well. from the public, yes. Private prisons can usually outpay and outspeak any individual voter nine times out of ten, including if it's a collective voting, and that's an issue by itself. But the, the issue here is cops are not judge, jury, and executioner. They are just there to make arrests detain people if they have to and make sure that no law is being broken that is the that's the idea of police is to stop it um i remember we were, i want to say we were coming back home and we actually seen uh, or we were maybe we were going up north and we actually seen a state guy who we thought pulled over someone for you know wanting to get to their destination a little bit quicker um, and no, it turns out they had a flat and the the cops were actually helping oh them yeah i remember this yeah and i was like, like wow yeah. That's nice. He's uh, actually serving the community. Yes, that's fucking the, go on. That's another thing too. I just saw a while ago. Uh, we were fucking riding. Me and my wife were riding our bikes, and there was a guy whose car broke down in the in the right lane of the road. Yeah. And what the cop did, he fucking he put up, put up his siren and pulled over and helped him out, right? Well, what he did was the car was broken down, so he he said, "Hey, just put your car in neutral." He pushed him and got him off the road and yeah. into a parking lot where he could actually not be in anyone's way. And then went on the cop left. And yeah. I was like, "That's the kind of thing police at That's, least should do," which is just help people you, with the current problems. If you're a cop and you say, "But I'm a good cop," and you do stuff like that, you're not a bastard. If you're a cop and you say I, I'm a good cop and you stuff like that, and then you go out and fucking shoot a sleeping woman, or you break into someone's apartment, think it's your own, and or pop you, the man in the face, or you steal people's fucking uh, uh, guns and yeah, and uh, uh, their drugs just from pulling them over and shit, or you go out and you uh, you find a, a poor man who was just following your directions that you gave him, saying either could you please remove the gun from your waistband or. Could you get on all fours and walk and crawl towards me? With your hands up in the air. With your hands, yeah. (laughs) And you keep giving them conflicting orders and stuff like that. And then eventually all those people lead to being just dead and becoming hashtags and becoming names that are only used to justify people against your occupation. Or you You are not a good cop. No, or if you fucking steal uh, food and supplies from homeless people either, fuck fuck you. Yeah. Um... And that brings us that brings us more to the BLM movement that we've been seeing. Um, yeah, there's a great tie-in too. Yeah, I would. Uh, I mean, Chaz Chaz was there and went about as quickly as we talked about it. So basically, yeah, it was there for maybe two weeks. I was a big supporter of it, and then they I knew it was it wasn't gonna last, and eventually all the state and federal agents just came in, and fucking wiped it out, and I was like, that's how it was gonna go. Yeah, 
And I think people just kind of got tired of it. Yeah, that that would have been a great flashpoint right there. I think it's definitely a good learning experience. Yeah. Of what like how to build on it. So I was time. I was excited when they, when I heard about it because mm-hmm. I was like, good. I hope they start fucking. I was like, doming. oh boy. I maybe. hope they start doming every agent that they find, and they <laughs> didn't. And I was so sad. I was like, no, please. No. Like I don't want to be the one to start everything. <laughs> right. I want someone else to do it. I just want to. Jo- I don't want to start the mosh pit. I want to join the mosh pit <laughs> right after someone else starts it. Like yeah, let's do it. But, um, so yeah, this is a good tie-in for black. But lives yeah, Matter. black Black Lives Matter. Now, I know some people who uh, I know people who are listening in from my spy my side of the story are definitely cheering on right now. Um, Dave, I don't know about. I don't know about you. I'm I'm pretty sure you you know a lot of your circle of friends are probably pretty okay with BLM. Um, I mean, so I got, I got friends on my, on my Facebook. They're all, they're all the fucking normie libertarian parties. And so they're all like, oh, but the leaders are Marxists. I'm like, yeah, I get that. But just because the leaders may identify like that doesn't mean a lot of their followers identify. Yeah, a lot of their followers are more or less black nationalists, which are very alt-right if you've ever fucking looked into black nationalists. Any form of nationalist is, is, is right. It's either very alt-right or it's very top end off-left. Um, there are, there are such thing as, uh, as, um, I mean, yeah, yeah. that's possible too, but yep. generally it's a right wing yes. thing. Um, nationalism usually re- results in right wing politics, uh, specifically authoritarian politics as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, that's against the issue of what I'm talking about right here, because at the same time, when, uh, when Joe Jorgensen started getting gaining traction in media, I was I supported her for maybe three days, and then I, I I understood her policies were very uh, very against what I believed in, but at the same time my my policies what I want is an end to the war effort, uh, reforming of police, and you know just just general tax reform. We shouldn't be giving corporations bailouts. Of course. Um, they're too big to fail. They shouldn't be failing at all. And if they do fail, then if it should be a free market economy, then they should fail. Yes. Uh, and yeah, that's I'm okay with that. What I'm not okay with, though, is the complete rescindation of Social Security and social safety nets. And I get that that's taxpayer-owned. But at the same time... That's something that is like it's a necessary evil until we find out a way to properly work around it. I think I think abolishing it and then refunding, yeah, appropriately. It could it could work basically out. something like that. Well, that's or definitely, least... that's definitely something for a main feature episode if we would want okay. to talk about that. For or a or maybe th- next month if we're not in lockdown again because people won't wear their fucking masks. <laughs> anyway, or the, the very the very least they could do is let people opt out of social security. Yes. If they that's fine. To. That's fine. You, you opt out of it. You don't get whatever the fuck you pay into it either. That's fine. That's that completely removes you from the equation. You don't pay into it. You don't get anything. Yep. That's fine. Um. Because a lot of times people who don't pay in, who pay into it are I hate to fucking say this are working class people. They they pay into it. They pay into it. A lot of times they a lot of people. The later you get into it, the less you get though too. Mm-hmm. Oh well, it's, it's that's, just how that's it is. the opt-in, opt-out kind of thing right there. But yeah. Um, anyway, so going back to Black yeah. Lives Matter. Yeah, that's I was, that's uh, the thing I, I hear about from like the normal libertarians is they're Marxists. They're Marxists, and, like, and it's like, like you do realize that a lot of Marxists out there do kind of just want Jojo to win because it will help them out in breaking the two-party system. 
If we can do that, I mean, that'd be that'd be good no matter what. Breaking the two-party system would definitely be a boon for any alternative politics. Yes. I am very interested to see how many more votes uh, Joe gets over uh, Gary Johnson in 2016. Because a lot of people, like, from the libertarian perspective, Gary Johnson was a fucking shit candidate. Like, just the yeah. normie, bland form of libertarianism uh, type of candidate. And a lot of people I know... They only voted for Gary because they fucking hated Trump and Hillary Clinton so much. Yeah. That's why. They just said, fuck it, I'm voting third party. Uh, and, like, they didn't really do it because they wanted like, liber- a libertarian to actually win or because they actually understood libertarianism. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, like, Joe is a much better candidate than Gary Johnson was from a libertarian perspective. And by that, I'm, I'm talking the status form of libertarianism, yeah. obviously. That's, that's, that was one of the reasons why I stopped supporting Joe Joe is because I got an idea of her fan base, her supporting base. Some of her fan base. I actually have, and I think this was my last discussion I had with someone who was running that group that I was a part of, that was supporting JoJo. Um, I actually talked to one of the admins on there, and they're, and they're like, well, what's your political ideology? I'm like, I am a, left, I am a left-leaning insurrectionist anarchist. I don't really care much for economic issues. I usually do have more of a communist ideal when it comes to uh, economics, but I'm willing to, you know, it's a dimmer switch. I'm willing to fucking, you know, move it around so long as the people are okay. What I want is I want pe- I want people's social and civil liberties to be respected and, and protected. Um, and this current government does not do that. So it needs to be overthrown and replaced with at least a decent government or no government at all. And they're like, all right, yeah, that's fine. I, I, I admire your initiative. Carry on. Um, we had someone in the group who uh, we were, BLM came up, mm-hmm. and uh, what they said was, well, some of these people are criminal. They were used the thirteen fifty uh, statistic, which for those of you who don't know, that's that's a, that's outdated by about three years. It's actually what thirty seven percent. I thirty seven percent, and it's still it's very racist because it's just it, it's, it's, it's a dog whistle. It it's gets used by the worst people as an excuse, though. As an excuse. They kill, they kill, it, or black people kill black people. Why can't police kill black people? Basically, and it's like, it's a separate issue. Like, I can hear, like, yeah. I'm saying, because I used to be in, like, a whole bunch of anti-SJW groups. I, yeah. I'm not anymore. But, but, <laughs> I'm just, people. I'm just saying, like, I can understand, I can say, you know, I think there, I believe there is a cultural issue within the black community because they kill it themselves at a higher rate. But and that's irrelevant that's, to yeah. why BML got founded in the first place. It was specifically about police brutality against them. Against yeah, um, and the whole the whole thing about it, and the reason why Marxism is very prevalent in that uh, movement is because poverty is one of the biggest causes of crime. Absolutely. And we built a society that's based in white in white nationalism, white supremacy, that gives more white communities white neighborhoods better advantages economically um thus more minority based communities more communities that have more minorities in them typically live in more uh low income areas yeah uh poverty poverty areas um just on principle because of that that in of itself is what causes gang violence because eventually you know there's there's a gap you get organized crime with poverty, mm-hmm. um, 
And I believe this would be the same even if the yeah. races were switched. Cause oh, yeah, yeah, it, definitely. It doesn't make a difference. I mean, if, I've, I've seen some white people that are very fucking shady sometimes. Oh, for like, sure. You, you sell meth and you're willing to kill for it. I am not fucking with you. Good day, sir. <laughs> I'm <laughs> leaving you alone, but if you come near me, I'll, I I'll, I'll, fucking... I'll give you some free lead. <laughs> I'll give you some free lead. Um, yeah, there's... And that's what pisses me off, because, like, well, black-on-black crimes more than, uh, than, uh, cop-on-black crimes, so what the hell? Their lives don't even matter to them, so why should I care about them? It's like, uh, because their lives do matter. And this is the thing, though, is that originally police brutality was more specifically always to minority groups, minority groups. But now, because of the military militarization of the police, and and it's gone and built and built, and now now it's affecting everyone. Yes, and that's, that's another point. Um, and I, I brought this up to this person too. Uh, Black Lives Matter should be, should be, all lives matter. Um, it's the idea of it. Black lives need to matter before all lives need to matter. And I use this times multiple times. We're like, well, cops don't, cops aren't racist. And it's like, you know what? Fine. Let's entertain that. Cops are still brutality, though. They still have a brutality That's, issue. And this is where I say, I like, I, st- I went and stood with a, a Black Lives Matter protest locally yes. uh, a while ago, and the whole thing is, like, the media is making this a purely issue. a purely race issue. Like, racism is a issue, the whole, but it's only part of the issue. Yes, it's a very big issue, though. It's very big in the issue because you see it happen more to Black people and more to, you know, Hispanics than you do White people. Um, but white people still do experience police brutality, just as, not as much. Yeah, I just mean, not at the same rates. When you they can, still do experience it, like I said earlier, Daniel Shaver, uh, Duncan Lemp, Duncan Lemp mentioned, yep. yes, and then uh, um, there's a few others. Uh, I saw, you know, there's plenty of videos and shit out there too. But that's the thing is now it's it's affecting everyone's everyone regardless of what your fucking race and is. It's really a blue versus you issue, is what I say. Blue versus I don't know. I like that. It's a blue, blue versus, versus you, you issue. That's a nice ring to it. Yeah, because it rhymes. Blue versus you. Hashtag blue versus you. Fuck it. Let's get a train. That's the th- and that's that's what I tried promoting at the protest I went to is because it's the idea of, well, it's statism that weaponizes racism. Yes. That's the thing is. Yes. Like like if you if there's no fucking state there's no centralized power or whatever the worst kind of racist you're gonna get. Is uh, the fucking cranky racist yelling and as racial slurs at yeah. like blacks walking um, across get, the street? Like that's every now and then the worst the worst you can get from that is every now and then you have Ahmad. Uh, I am going to butcher this uh, pronunciation, but I think his name is like Ahmad Marbury. Yeah, that one. I know you realize there um, was a whole bunch of controversy there was, about uh, him. Well, the controversy was if the guy who filmed the video of him getting shot was implicit, and he was. He was very implicit because he did nothing to fucking stop it. Um, well, I mean, okay, I, that I can... Plus, there was, there was a whole thing of he someone broke in who and, looked like him was breaking into houses. But the thing was, he didn't actually break in because he didn't fucking take anything. Even the property owner that he, that, that the, he went on yeah. said he didn't take anything. He went in, he looked around, and he fucking left. Like, that's not yeah, breaking... That's urban exploration, essentially. Yes. And, and I've seen plenty of white people do it, too. Yes, I mean, if you can call it sketchy, but calling the fucking... Like, I don't know. It just... And don't call the fucking police unless you know it's actually fucking real. That's the thing, is that... I, like, hate, both... I, hate, I hate that you brought that up, because what I was about to say is... If you think you see someone who's been committing crimes in the area... You should... 
in a just society, in a society that isn't fucked up like ours is, call the police. That's what you would normally do That's if it was actually fucking good. You do not go get your fucking nephew son shotgun or whatever and you don't have him getting a shotgun or have him get your shotgun so you can go get in his truck in the bed in the bed and go hunt them down them there the, them there uh, criminals in the in the bed of your truck yes uh i mean that's the definitely the wrong kind of vigilante yes yeah, you definitely don't do that no it, especially if you don't even know if you actually physically did something wrong yeah. It's just, oh, this looks suspicious. Let me get my fucking gun and point it at this guy. Like, yeah. no, that's not right. He was just jogging. He was just jogging. I, I mean, he was. And I, I get that, oh, it looks suspicious. I'm like, yeah, but that can happen a lot of different ways. There's and there's a lot of shit that you don't know. And you're assuming. You there's don't a, know. I also like that we brought up the whole jogging. While, um, I'm going to mention Trayvon Martin real quick. Because, that's again, that's the same case that what happened with Armand Aubrey. Uh, Trayvon Martin, for those of you who don't remember the case, it was, it was, it wasn't a long time ago. It was ago. like eight. It was, it was eight years ago, though. Or some, something around It was a long there. time for us. More people have dealt with this issue. Probably not a long time. Yeah. Um, about eight years ago. Yeah, we're, I remember we were in school. So it would have been eight, nine years ago. Maybe. George Zimmerman, he, George. he called the police and the police even told him to not fucking do anything. And what does he fucking do? He goes out and he caps... A 17-year-old black man who just wanted some Skittles and some Arizona ice. He goes and confronts Trayvon, and then Trayvon's like, look, leave me the fucking loan, basically. Yeah. And then he, he's like, no, and then gets up all in his fucking grill to get into a fight, and then Zimmerman fucking pulled his gun. Yep. And essentially what that was, was he went up to someone who was minding his damn business, made his business his issue, got yeah. in a fight over his business, and shot him because he didn't like what he was doing. If you're offended by someone walking through your neighborhood with product that they purchased while going to a friend's house who lives in your neighborhood, just because you've never seen that person before, you don't deserve to point a gun at anyone. You don't deserve to have a gun. The whole, the whole you shouldn't. You should be learning how to be an adult. Only, the only reason you should pull a gun is if there is an actual imminent threat happening. Yes. The whole point of the gun is to avoid conflict, isn't it? Yes. And how to is de-escalate, not you give, escalate. You give a small man steel, he becomes equal to the big man. Is the saying. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people, that's what that's what they do. Now, I know with my new vehicle, I uh, I don't have to have a permit here in Michigan to carry it loaded in a in a locked box. Um, actually, not loaded, but if I have you, can, you have to have it unloaded. Yeah, I have to have you have can't it have a magazine in it. It's separate. So, but, with my new vehicle that I'm getting, which will be mentioned in our Occupancy and Use episode that we have coming up after this, um, I can keep a loaded magazine in my console, and I can keep the gun, the actual firearm in the locked glove box. Mm -hmm. If I ever have an altercation with someone, and I can get into that glove box, I now have a way to draw and aim if I ever feel threatened. But that's only, I'm not going to go around looking for trouble if trouble comes. You got to avoid trouble. I, I, I fucking hate dealing with people. I am very bad at dealing with stress. That said, I can work well under pressure if I need to. Mm-hmm. I just I just hate doing it. Yes. It's very exhausting. I actually think it would be better to just as, have, to as just have it. As you've seen when we were going through the Orpheum up in, up on Mackinac Island. Yeah. I actually think it would be better to just leave leave the magazine out. Yeah. And then you just, 
you put it in, rack the slide, boom, ready to go. I feel like that's easier than trying to stick a key in a glove box, unlock it, then pull the gun out. Yeah. Well, you have to... That is true. But you have to... I think you have to have something... uh, You can't have it in in the same container. So anything that isn't locked is considered the same container. So it's like... If it if the gun's in the cabin of my car and I have the magazine in another another area of the cabin, it's not in a locked container. They're in the same place. If I can reach around and grab the magazine and grab the gun, I'm breaking. I that's a, C, a CPL violation. Now, if I had a license from the state and paid them about a hundred some odd dollars, then I can do that. It's so fucking stupid. I know exactly right. I'm not going to mention an open mic that I'm going to do it. If I am going to do it, I'm going to do it. But I'm not going to do it openly. No. I'm not going to be like, hey, I'm going to do that, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be logical about it, because if I get pulled over by a cop, I already know that they want to, that they that they might be the ones who are like, I want to fucking kill some poor guy, and I'm a poor guy. You so catch I, him on a bad day, and he's yeah. just like fucking full tyrant. Like, you! You died today! I am now... Put your hands up! Put your hands on the steering wheel! <laughs> <laughs> fucking... But, anyways, going back to it, as we detract, BLM is, now it's more of an issue of not only saying that black lives matter, but saying that we need to do something to reform our broken police and justice system. And I had to explain this to one of my friends, because he he gets educated through Facebook memes. So, he has a very far-right leaning to him. He means well, but he has a very far-right meaning because he's, he's not educated. Uh, and we, me, and even some of my other more right-leaning friends have even said, hey, dude, they're not criminals. And he was like, well, he was breaking the law. He tried to buy something with counterfeit money. And it's like, we don't know that. That's what was said. I was heard it was a counterfeit check. Yeah, it was a counterfeit check or something But like whatever. That. I mean, it's like... <sighs> there is definitely, there's a lot of stuff that my friend said was fishy. The goal should have just been to get him off the property. Yep, the goal should have been and then the, whole- on the property, detain him, and put him in the police car. Do not put your fucking knee on his neck for nine well, minutes while he says he can't breathe. In the video, too, they literally, it was like it was like eight, nine minutes before the the guy actually fucking put his knee on his on his neck. And, they, and I remember they put him up against the wall, they handcuffed him, and then they like put him in the back of the car, and then they like took him out of the car again, yeah. and then like they wrestled and he fucking ended up with a knee on the neck. And I'm like, how fucking pathetic is that? You got three cops and you can't even handle one fucking guy, not even resist him. Yeah. Like yeah. that is ridiculous. Yeah. And then uh, I I feel like I feel like this is gonna still be a recurring thing. So I'm just how much how much time are we at right we're now? We're at forty five minutes. Forty five minutes. Okay, we're good. I was I was afraid we we're at an hour already. I was like just trying to get things yeah. moved along. Almost, but but um, but yeah, uh, BLM. Black lives matter. Black lives do matter. Black all lives matter. Black lives need to matter right now, though. Um, and one of the one of the posts I remember you showing me, and it was it was pretty good because it was someone saying blue lives matter, and it was blue lives is not a fucking. It's not. A, there's no such thing as a blue life. Okay, you choose that occupation. Yes, it's you a choice. You don't choose your fucking skin color. Okay, when you get when you're born, it's not like fucking Skyrim where you can choose race, <laughs> color, weight options. It's not a color or custom character creation. Screen. Eiffel sixty five doesn't come on and say I'm blue. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't happen that way. You just boop. oh hey look human, that's that's 
there's a screaming involved. There's a lot of this, screaming, a lot of blood, a lot of crying. Everyone's scared. I don't know what's going on. I'm another, in the morgue. I don't... Another thing, too, that I want to go back to about the, the, the so-called good cop, right? Yes. The whole thing is... Like, both of the actions that we saw, uh, the police helping the fucking guy yes. with the tire, and then what I saw of uh, helping a guy get off the road, the, my, my whole thing is this. When people, when Blue Lives supporters, they always be like, oh, see, this is an example of a this good cop. This is a good cop. But the thing is, it's always something that you don't need to be a fucking cop in order to do. Yes, you can always do that by yourself. Exactly. That's just someone being a good person. Yeah. And, and uh, I, I, I fucking, I hate it. Because it's like, it's like you're grabbing a dog in a talent show and be like, best in show! And it's like, alright, what about the other dogs? They're all the same breed, essentially. What the fuck's going on here? You know, why why is that one better? Oh, right. well, this one didn't kill anyone today. Well, well my shit doesn't stink. <laughs> but, and then the whole thing is, I remember years ago, I saw this video of a cop. Um, she, he found this, uh, like, like pregnant lady. Yes. Who was, on, who was doing drugs, too. And he even said in the video, like, look... I'm like I'm not enforcing this law or whatever, and then and then like like he's actually helping her, and all these fucking police supporters like look look at the cop, and I'm thinking, wait a minute, he just admitted that he's not doing what he's fucking supposed to yeah. do, His and you're cheering him on, you're yeah. Cheering him on. I'm like, do you even realize the fucking irony right there? Yeah, and it's it's again, it's as Bo of the fifth column would say, it's the spirit of the law. The law is always meant usually to be under the guise of protection. Usually Sup- when it's sup- public service. It's generally supposed to be. Yes. Um, whether or not it is, that's, that's you know... Discrepancy. Stop and, stop and, yeah, stop and frisk is not... It's actually a violation. I, it, I can tell you this right now. If it sounds like it violates the Constitution, most of the time it, it does. does. And if it does, I can tell you again, that law is an unjust law and any cop who files it is a follows it is a bastard is a bastard and it's not a good cop um i had a and i brought this up with you uh and i'm gonna say it on mic i have uh someone back from one of my days when i was and i was like oh atheism versus christianity was the big was the big societal difference these days it used to be it used to be and that's so much anymore that's that's what led to a lot of radicalization of people um, especially in the atheist community between right and left. Now it's either you get a fascist or you get a communist whenever you get an atheist. You never get someone who's a centrist. And if they They're harder to come by. Yeah, they're harder to come by. Um, and, uh, yeah. Uh, there was a lot of times where... I just grew a fucking blank. God damn it. There was a lot of times where I was like, you're expected to do good, you do good. You're not supposed to, you know, do good for a prize. You're supposed to do good because that's what you cho- you actually want to do. Yes. Not because the job requires it. Yes. Um, but there's someone I met back back from those days. I still have them around. And I recently learned that they're actually a cop or that they're a retired cop. They retired uh, USMC and they went to be a cop for like 20 years. And now they're like 50s or 60s and they're retired. Mm-hmm. They're a great person. Um, I've... Uh, I've even gotten laughed at on his profile because, like, I said that, you know, I support BLM, and he was backing me up on this. He wasn't saying anything, but he was, like, you know, he was, like, doing the casual, like, liking my comments and stuff. Yes. And saying nothing. So it was, like, he was silently supporting me. And it was, like, well, he was, uh, this goes. Yeah. Um, and I even openly said that I believe all cops are bastards. 
and it was on a post where it was like some someone it was about a cop you know authorizing like or doing something in the spirit of the law where he was like hey listen you know this is technically illegal but you're not hurting anyone i just don't want you to be unsafe right now it's like someone called it in you know whatever yeah and uh and someone was saying, well, they should follow, oh, like, the A-cabbers are never going to fucking recover from this. And I'm like, hi, yes, I'm an A-cabber, and uh, I see no problem with this. If more cops acted like this all the time where they use their own discrepancy to figure stuff out, um, we'd be in a better society. Oh, for, for fuck shit, yeah. uh, I think it was. I think it was about, like, uh, squatters, squatter rights and stuff like that. Um, and... Uh, Essentially, it was um, we. He even actually backed me up in this thread because someone was like, "I will shoot someone if they accidentally step on my property." That was essentially what their argument was. Okay, well that's overboard. And my buddy, who's the ex-cop, came and he was like, "If you're gonna fucking shoot someone over just touching your property, you don't own. You shouldn't own a gun." I'm like, "I would take you to jail before I took that person to jail because clearly." You're the one who's more of a danger to society if you're going to be that fucking possessive of shit. Yeah. He's like, I understand you're afraid of someone stealing it, but no crime has been committed. Exactly, that is illegal. Um, you can't, you can't, you can't judge, jury, and execute someone over a crime that they have yet to commit because you don't know they're going to commit that crime. Yeah. So. Uh, was there anything else in Black Lives Matter we need to talk about? Uh. I mean, essentially, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah. I, I got. I will say, I find it hilarious. I'm not a party artist, and if you know, if you listen to the last episode, you'll know, you'll know that. But I know. But the thing is, oh, did you see the whole thread going around with uh, Joe's? It's not enough to be uh, an, uh, against it's racism. We have to be, be actively, actively against ended. it. Yes. And all these fucking people lost their minds. I'm like. I'm, she's like, oh, more collectivists. Oh, she's siding with Marxists. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, just calm, calm the fuck down, dude. She's just she's saying, you not a Marxist for saying that. She's, she's saying, not a hey, fucking guys, Marxist. We should treat people like like people and not like subhuman just because they're different. <laughs> yeah, really. And she, she could have just said, hey guys, we should support people's right to life. Yeah. Oh my gosh! What about all the other rights? Like it's like that whole fucking all rights, all Black Lives Matter, you know, all well, lives matter I'm shit. Glad, I'm glad you used right to life there because there's that whole abortion topic that I'm not gonna fucking touch. Right. Um. But speaking of abortion and bodily autonomy. Oh, we're going to the COVID now. We're going to COVID. Okay. Um, here in Michigan, we uh, we just got out of phase three. It was it was around the first. It was the first week of June, June 1st, I believe, or June 2nd, that we were officially out of phase three. But now... And reopened. But, but now we're being threatened to go back. We're thrown to go back if the test cases or what, or like like positive cases goes keeps going back up. And then Stretch and Gretchen, by the way, if you don't know that, <laughs> look it up on Google. It's, it's fucking Gretchen, hilarious. Gretchen Whitmer is probably the best worst governor I've ever seen. <laughs> the best worst governor. She... She's doing her job, and she knows that she's doing it, and I, I believe that she knows for a fucking well that she's not getting reelected, and she's just like, oh well, full send, let's do this. <laughs> and I love it because she's kind of playing from my end here, so I, I don't care. Um, I have my own hatred for COVID. I don't like the masks. I hate the masks. I hate the idea of being covered up like this for twenty hours a day. But fucking breathing in your own CO two most of the time. Yes. 
Um, for instance, yesterday at work, we had that rainstorm come through, you know, early on in the day and most, mostly throughout the day. Um, I work in a plastics factory. It gets very hot in there. And on a 90 degree day outside, it's going to be about 110 degrees at some of the hotter points. And it's going to be the same as outside as it is on the inside at most points. So you got to imagine working in that climate. Um, now imagine wearing a mask for eight hours of the day. Especially if you have facial hair, too. Mm, yes, facial hair. Makes it all the fucking worse. And, uh, and then, on top of that, your job requires you to deal with heated elements, uh, you know, during the dryers, dryers and stuff. And sometimes you have to be above <coughs> the presses. Now, anyone who doesn't know how plastic injection molding works, essentially you melt plastic, which is petroleum, at differing temperatures depending upon the composition of the plastic itself to make plastic parts that you shoot into a mold. They get molded, you get the part, you take the part out, you the, you, the operator looks at it, does all the fucking shit that they need to do. All the quality inspections. Yep. And, but essentially, my part in that process is making sure that the material gets delivered um, to the press properly. Uh, and if I need to clean it out, I have to go above the press. Anyone who knows how heat currents work, know that heat rises. So, so I'm sitting up there trying to clean and focus on what I'm fucking doing while I have sweat pouring into my eyes. Do you think that I complain about wearing a mask that I want to fucking take a mask off and not wear it the rest of the day? No. I might remove it a little bit so I can breathe but I always put it back on. Why? Because I don't want to get sick. I don't, I don't, I hate being sick. The whole being th- sick makes me irritable. Mm-hmm. The whole thing with this, with this COVID that I really think it could have been better is because of the whole you know how um, you must wear a mask. It's the whole you you have You're being to told to. That's the thing. Is if it was strongly encouraged, I, all these fucking right wingers and conservatards <laughs> I would, would wouldn't freak out nearly as much. I would love to say that I agree with that sentiment. I don't, um, because we've reached a point in American society these days where everything's political. I will um, say, I, I I think it would be better. I think on some level it would still exist, but I think it would be better um, overall. Yep. Everything is so political that if a Democrat suggests you to wear a mask... It's like, oh, I, they're a Democrat. I'm a, I'm a Republican. I have to oppose them. I have to oppose them on everything. It's the whole divide and conquer bullshit. If a Republican asks you to wear a mask, a Republican will then say that they're not anymore a Republican. That person is now a Democrat, and I can now not listen. It's all about, oh, which team are you on? It's a confirmation bias, and yes. it needs to stop. Um, the virus, it doesn't fucking care. I'm not here to argue about its mortality or your survival rates. I don't care about it, okay? Our economy will still be affected by it. It doesn't matter. It's here. You fucking put on the mask because if you want to complain about your, your government regulating the way you treat your body you better fucking be pro-choice if you're going to be anti-mask you better be fucking pro-choice because you believe the government should not tell you what to do with your body so you should be readily available to be like government should not also tell women that they cannot get abortions government should not you know should not do certain things with certain people and unfortunately if you're anti-mask you should also be in some degree anti-mandatory vaccination you should be in order for me to be in logically order for you consistent. To be consistent. Yeah. And if not, then wear the fucking mask because that's the least inconvenience you'll ever fucking have. Okay. It's An way more. Is a very invasive medical procedure. A vaccine, not so much. I understand why people are angry about it. Personally, me, I don't fucking care. 
Oh, well. A mask is a piece of fucking cloth you wear over your face, you loop it around your ears for maybe eight hours a day, maybe less if you're just running errands, you're be fine. That's like, I, I will say in terms of convenience, that's one of the lowest things ever. And the whole argument about, oh, inconveniencing and, and oppression, I'm like, normally oppression starts with inconvenience. It can build, though. Yeah. It can build. Oh, just sit in the back of the bus, Rosa Parks. I fucking hate those people. I know. Oh, just wear the mask. Oh, just get in the train. Oh, just go take a shower. I will say that is... That is a very big escalation of... of, uh, I will say... I I, I mean, I get the point being made, but yes, you're you're exaggerating that slippery slope. And even though I agree with your part, it is fucking cringy. And I see it posted all the time in in the violently American group. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, because it's fucking cringy, and, and I agree. Um, the whole thing is, I, my whole thing is like, I understand the mask, you know, will reduce the spread. Yeah. And my whole thing is okay. I just don't like it when the goalposts keep moving. So yeah. originally, originally when this whole ma- um, shutdown and everything came out, yeah. it was all about hey, we need to slow the curve and make sure we don't over stim- overflow our healthcare system. That yeah. was that was the goalpost. Okay. Yeah. Well, in the vast majority of cases, that's accomplished. I would like to point out, though, I did see a news briefing, uh, I think it was last night, where there was, uh, I want to say here in Detroit, around Detroit area, that 54 hospitals are out of ICU beds right now. Because of the... Because in Detroit? The, yeah. Okay. I don't know if it was specifically from there, but there has been... I'm going to see if I can look it up real quick. I'm just saying, like, that's, that was the principle. Yes. Yeah, it's called flattening the curve. And you do not, whatever you do, do not be like the fuckhead that I have seen on my personal Facebook page who's like, I'm flattening the curve, right? And for anyone who knows racing terminology, it was actually a late apex turn. I I unfriended him after that. I was not dealing with that type of idiocy. Wait, page. he, A late what? apex turn is when, you, uh, is when you do a ride turn in racing. It's when you uh, go to the outside and you turn early. So you hit the inside apex late, and essentially oh, it's, it's conserved gotcha. fuel and conserved okay, speed. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, that's called flattening a curve as well. Um, he was like, I support flattening the curve, and that was it was the diagram of a late apex turn. And I was like, ah, okay, I am unfriending you because this is this is fucking stupid. Like, this isn't, this isn't even funny. Like, I would laugh if it was a funny joke, even if I don't agree with it. I would laugh. Oh no, this is this isn't even funny, man. This is this is fucking stupid. I was yeah. like, I am afraid of you. I do not want you around me. Yeah. And so that was the whole point. And now it's and now it's all focused on just wear the mask all the time, every day, and because we need to stop the spread. I'm like, okay, but that was never a thing. Like, we always knew this virus is going to spread no matter what we do. It's just a matter of time. Majority of people are going to get this anyway. So that was, that's the whole thing. Of, and my whole thing is, okay, it's all about saving lives, right? Yes. That's the whole point now. Okay. So why weren't we wearing masks and social distancing before this every single flu season? Like, where was this for another every under the pandemic? Like, in some pandemics, yeah, they were. But why do we stop, though? If we know it will save lives, then why don't we do it all the time? Like, why, why don't we? Why don't we make... That's the whole thing. the reason why I like, you, I like you bringing this up. Why don't we make masks? Not mandatory. But society, as we could change... Normalize it. We could normalize it. Remember, jeans weren't normalized, even for women to wear, until like the late 1990s. 80s, 90s, yes. Yeah. 
Um, jeans weren't even normalized until like the 50s when everyone was like, hey, working class people wear jeans now because industrialized nations, you know? Yeah. Um, and now, fucking, I'm in cargo, I mean, I'm in khaki cargo pants, right? In cargo shorts right now, but most of the time during the winter, I'm wearing jeans. I'm pretty sure you're wearing jeans. Everyone wears fucking jeans now. It's, they're easy, they're cheap, they're affordable. You know, if they work, you can't catch fire on them. You're fucking good, man. You're good. They're, they're tactical, they're great. Why not make masks like that? Why not make masks? Not mandatory, but society like accessorize that fucking thing, you know. Maybe we like need to no have, big deal. Maybe we need to have some fucking you know big A list celebrity come out and be like, "Ooh, masks by Nicki Minaj." <laughs> <laughs> Mask A by Kim Kardashian. Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, and then everyone's gonna be like. Dude, did you get that new Gucci mask? Like, it's, it costs $5,000. Doesn't even filter out COVID. That dude. You know. It's just, wear your fucking mask. They cost six bucks. You can dispose of them. Some of them are reusable. You wash them. They're fine. Yeah, the breathing kind of sucks. But as soon as you get it right from people, you just... Fucking hell. You put it back up and you go back out. It's. I will say, and the whole thing is... This is a, a big dividing line between right and left anarchists is that is the idea of collective responsibility versus individual, individual responsibility and it comes back to the shopping cart as well um i'm one of those people that i return the shopping cart because i do too for the most part or i'll at least do something if, i won't leave yeah. it most yeah, of the time gonna, i'm not gonna i'm not a fucking dick yeah i'm not that I'm asshole a i'm not an asshole that's gonna fucking push the cart like in the opposite direction of the cartel or go like, you've seen carts, like, just way the fuck away from the actual store. Like, how yeah. the hell did that even get over here? <laughs> I see that all the time. I, I want to say for the longest time when I used to work at Meyer, where you back going when I was doing utility, I uh, I would find fucking carts all the way up by Tim Hortons. Now, mind you, Tim Hortons was a quarter mile away. Yeah. It's in the same, in the same turn-off subdivision, like, commercial subdivision zone. <laughs> it was, like, a quarter mile down the fucking road. And it's like, how the fuck? Like, why is this a thing? Uh, yeah. There's not even homes this way. You keep walking, you hit the interstate. Like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. It turned, um, turns out later that there are homeless people around that area, so yeah. I kind of figured it out. But the whole thing is, like, the whole, I get the whole just wear the mask thing. But, oh, yeah, since we're in Michigan, the whole incident of uh, the guy getting stabbed for not wearing a mask-like thing. Okay, yeah. so obviously, uh, businesses have the right to refuse service. Yep. And if they if you don't, if they want you to wear a mask, you should fucking wear a mask. Yes. Uh, anyway, I'm not an asshole. I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. Uh, now, what we'll say, before... I, I, like, I like that you bring up business. Sorry for cutting you off, but... That's all right. Um, I like that you bring up businesses real quick. When I was working at Taco Bell, we had that mandate where, like, hey, if you're going to be inside, you're going to wear a mask. They're like, well, how do I eat? And it's like, well, you can take off the mask. They're like, okay. So, obviously, people seem like that. Well, that sounds like bullshit. And I was like, yeah, it sounds like bullshit, but just fucking do it, please. It's either that or we can't serve you here. And a lot of people, and as an as an ANCOM, but mm-hmm. as someone who is, uh, who is very big into the synergist lifestyle... I love this because then I and then I could use what I've learned about private property rights and stuff on against journey, people who aren't against consistent. people who aren't even communists. They're they're all for private property rights, and I get we had I had a couple one time come in. They're like, oh well, if it makes you feel better, and I was like, it doesn't make me feel better. It's just I'm doing my job informing you that you have to do it. Oh well, that sucks. You can lie for us, right? I'm like if a cop or if. One of my bosses from corporate walks through that door and you're standing there not wearing a mask. You want to know who loses a job? Me. 
you want to know why I want you to put on that mask? So I don't so lose my I job. I don't lose my job. So, and I'm, and it's store policy that you wear a mask. If you don't wear a mask, unfortunately, you are now trespassing. And get out. You are breaking the, the rules of this private property. This place is private property. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to ask you to leave if you don't put on a mask. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, well, what happens if we don't, what happens if we don't leave? Then the police will be called and you will have a civil infraction against you for trespassing. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, I, I can be here whenever I want. You're this, right. isn't, this isn't fucking public property, dude. But you can also be here while wearing a mask, like the rule on the door behind you that you walked in that you should have read states, wear a mask. Mm-hmm. It's The company wants you to wear a mask. It's their property. You, you do as you're told on their property. Yeah. Otherwise, you get the hell out. Yes, that's how it works. And then, but and I didn't use that that exact vocabulary. Obviously, I was nice about it. Yeah, uh, my whole now the whole thing is now, uh, you know, Sturgeon Gutchen is, uh, <laughs> is has yeah, mandated yeah. has mandated that all businesses enforce and refuse service to those who don't wear masks. And that's yes. where the lines kind of blur. How do and you it's know? It's a five hundred dollar fine too. Yes, five hundred dollars, which is a fucking lot. I would say if this was implemented right at the break of it i would have had a problem with it but now everyone has kind of gotten used to wearing a mask so masks are pretty well spread at this point my yeah now it's hard to determine if a business is actually doing it because they want to enforce their property rights or if it's because they're only complying with it because of the fucking mandate and they don't want to be punished by the government and that's why they're so now it's, it's hard to determine so my personally for me i just wear the mask like like, yeah. cause I'm not, I'm not one of those guys that likes bringing attention to myself, uh, and I don't want to be. Buy food, man. I, I just want to get my fucking shit and leave. I just want to get my. You know, leave. like I don't, I, I don't encourage the idea of. Ooh, let's create some conflict. Like, no, let's just fucking avoid shit. Let's let's, let's keep let's it peaceful. Let's go harass a minimum wage rule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, over the fucking mask working, because they're gonna give a shit. <laughs> I was, I'm still, I'm like, I really want. I'm like, I really wish I was not on the clock right now because I'd be like, guess what? It's politics time, bitch. Yeah, really. So, um, but yeah, essentially, just wear your mask, please. It's it makes sense. Um, if you want to, you know, go hang out on Labor Day. Uh, I had I had planes Labor Day for with me and my friends. Um, we're all going up north kayaking. I'm not asking you, obviously. <laughs> no, I, I have, have no plans Labor Day. We have no space up there. I mean, the only, if you want to come up, you can the, join us. The only plan I have is not fucking working. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you want to know what I'm not doing Labor Day? Not working. Working. <laughs> no labor on Labor Day. Exactly. <laughs> and remember, on May first, I always take that day off too because that's the correct Labor Day. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. When, when you're done with this, remind me to go back to the individual versus collective responsibility thing. Okay. Um, but, yes, that's also a good point to bring up. Um, I, w- I would like to, to go do that stuff on Labor Day, go out kayaking with friends and, and family. Essentially, what it is is it's just us doing, like, you know, you get all these friends groups of adults going out. Like, you know, people growing up, their parents have already done this. You're just like, I don't know why. But it's a thing. It's fun to do. You know, you get to meet other people your age that your parents are already friends with their parents. So, you know, and, and uh, it creates a lot of bonds with people. And um, I always like, I have people in the group chat. I don't even fucking, I've never met this person. They're like, can they come too? I'm like, fuck it. Sure. Come on up. Let's go. We're going to have some fun. We're all going to get wasted and fucking high as shit. We're going to have a great time. And, uh, you know, we're all going up there and doing it. I want to, I want to do this on Labor Day. I, I want to do this. Wear your fucking mask, because if I lose money out of this deal, 
I'm breaking kneecaps. <laughs> I'm finding, I'm finding, I'm breaking kneecaps. Like, yesterday, or the other day when I heard about that stabbing, for anyone who doesn't know in Lansing, we had uh, someone who wasn't... Wearing a mask. Wasn't wearing a mask. The, the owner told him the... No, it wasn't the owner, was it? The... the it was his. It was someone who was wearing a mask. Said, "Hey, could you please wear a mask?" And the guy who wasn't wearing a mask pulled out a fucking knife and just went to town on the man. Basically, lost his shit. Yeah, and then was later killed by the cops. Which, for once, I am happy that a cop killed a man because I wanted that man dead because he wasn't wearing a mask. So, me well, the fact for I was the, like, fuck he fucking it, stabbed him. someone. I'm like, uh, and then you walk towards a cop with the weapon with the bloody weapon still in your hand. I'm just like, you're a fucking dumbass if you do that. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're just you're asking, asking for you're it. You're asking for a couple more holes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so the the whole thing is like regarding the responsibility aspect. Okay. The collective versus, like, you have a, you can argue that you have a collective responsibility not to spread the virus, and I get that. Yes. Um, but the whole thing, now, in terms of the individual responsibility, no one is more responsible for your health than you are. Than you are. Yeah. So that's the whole thing is, like, just wear the mask. Okay, also compare that to just social distance and stay the fuck away from people who aren't wearing a mask. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I've, I've had my interaction with people who, who say, if I don't see someone wearing a mask, I'm going to go beat your fucking ass. And I'm just like, oh, that's So you're going to break six feet? Because you're that, six feet, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's so fucking stupid. Because guess what? If that person actually has COVID and isn't wearing a mask, you're breaking that six foot rule. You're getting up right you're, close you're to them. You're going to fucking get the virus most likely and spread it to other people. And if you, Isn't and if that what you're gonna, against? If you're going to get in a fight, you want to know what they're going to go for first? Your face. You want to know what's on your face? The thing that's protecting you from COVID. Yes. You're going to have a lot of heavy breathing in that situation. I can guarantee you in that altercation, no matter if you win or lose, you will lose in the end. Because you will get COVID if they have it too. And if they have a fucking firearm, you're going to probably lose... You're going to lose a lot more than COVID. That's what I'm saying. And, like, so this is my whole thing. It's just if you see someone don't wear a mask that doesn't isn't wearing a mask, just fucking stay away from them, okay? And, and th- like, fuck this, it. Make take it. your own responsibility. You're the one that chose to leave your fucking home. You're the one who chose to go to the store. It, like, yeah. these are your choices. Just be responsible for them, okay? Yeah. Be and as if you precautious social, as you need to be. If you can't social distance, then... Either A, wear a mask, or B, just don't go out. Find us some, some other solution. Shipped or something. Like, yeah. fucking uh, people that deliver groceries or whatever. Yeah. Uh, contact this delivery is a thing now. Have a friend, like, go out for you that yeah. has a better immune system or whatever. Like, um, I know find it's, solutions. It's, uh, it's, and even, even if, like, I just had a, I had a thought and I lost it. Like, it was something to do with the collectivist and everest individualist. You may have already covered it. That's why I'm just like, blank. Yeah, like, I get the whole, you know, we should stop spreading, like, we slow the spread as much as possible. And I, I agree with that, but there's always going to be some people that yeah. say, you know what, I'm not responsible for other and, people's health. And in a sense, that's technically true, too. Because it's like, you're, you're not right. responsible. But it's it's the idea that you should at least care about other people's you health. You should care. Just, as, just to be a nice person about it. Because yes. it doesn't affect you in any way. Your day does not get worse because you you said, okay, well, you know, I should do this because people might be afraid about it. And yeah. it's like, all right, yeah. So, I'm personally, I believe that we should make, the only thing mandatory about masks that we should be making is mandatory distribution to houses. You know what I mean? No, what do you mean? Okay, so we set up a support system, a supply line that makes sure that each mask or each house has at least two masks per person. Oh, an accurate yeah. supply of masks. Yeah. Okay. One of my biggest, one of my biggest things that I was actually against with this whole fine thing was, it can still be used to target poor communities. That's true. They might not be able to afford a mask or be able to find one that's easy to use, 
and now they're being their civil liberties are now being you know attacked because they can't fucking do shit now because they can't like pay for example for a homeless person doesn't have any fucking money exactly like, like, like they require someone else giving them a mask yes so that's 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 something that we should that's something that we should be doing we shouldn't be arguing about whether it's moral or not we should just be like hey here's a mask have fun yeah so what you want just be safe exactly um what else we had to talk about? Um, I believe that's actually it. Uh, the only thing left I have on my notes is the next epi- is the actual episode. All right. So, I believe we'll, that's that's a wrap. We'll uh, we'll talk to you guys in a minute. Bit. All right. Sounds good. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Take care.